We'd come straight to St. Helena from our last day of school, both of us still wearing our uniforms. I watched her as I lay on the bed in our shared room, watched her standing at the window in her blue skirt and knee socks, staring down into the garden where jumpsuited men were erecting the tent in which our parents would be married. Della had inserted herself in between the sheer curtain liner and the glass and draped the liner over her shoulders as though she were a bride herself. In the angle of her hips and the vulnerable stretch at the back of her knees, I could read her thoughts. She was imagining a different wedding altogether. She'd been in love with Javi Penaflora for the past four months, but in another minute, I would tell her the truth about Javi and me. I would tell her as soon as she turned from that window. It was Della's fault that her parents were getting married. Two years earlier, she'd signed up for a cooking class at Luca, the San Francisco restaurant where my mother worked as a pastry chef. Five Cakes and a Tart. That was the title <laughs> of the class. Della noticed my mother didn't wear a ring, and one day when her father picked her up, she introduced them. By the end of the summer, they were engaged. Della's father hadn't dated since he and Della's mother had gotten divorced. At first, he'd been too heartbroken, then too busy with his law practice. In the three years since my father, a writer, had died of a ruptured aneurysm, my mother had gone on a few disappointing dates and then had sworn off the whole thing. But Solomon changed that. My mother got her hair cut in a loose, sexy style. Went around the house singing the old show tune she used to sing when I was little and hired an apprentice to work Sundays so she'd have more free time. She stopped brooding for hours in my father's study, stopped hugging herself in his cane rocking chair, the one where he used to sit and rock me when I was little, both of us looking out over the cypresses of Golden Gate Park. I wanted to be happy for her, and I told myself I was. She was living her life again. I knew it was what my father would have wanted, but when I saw her with Solomon, watched them kneading bread in the kitchen with Della, or heading off for a hike in Marin, or sitting on the sofa with a crossword, all I could think of was that her happiness meant that my father was dead, really dead, and he wasn't coming back. And I suspected my mother was starting to love Della, too. Della, who liked to cook and was good at it, and who, let's face it, was often in a better mood than I was. The next summer, my mother moved us out of our sunny flat in the height and into Solomon's enormous hillside house in San Anselmo, half an hour from the city. Since I'd have to change school anyway, my mother said I might consider going to boarding school with Della in Menlo Park. She acted like I had a choice in the matter, but I didn't. What was I going to do? Live in San Anselmo with my mother and Solomon? Just the three of us? At school, at least I could avoid Della, make friends with people who had nothing to do with her. And it worked out that way. We scarcely saw each other. But one afternoon in February, I found myself in Della's dorm room. Our parents had sent us a Valentine's package. 
chocolate tarts and pink frosted cookies and boxer shorts with conversation hearts on them. Too hot or kiss me and I'm sure. And we gotten together after our last class to divide the stuff. We were sitting on her bed with the box between us when Javi and his father came in to replace the screens in Della's room. Javi had come to live with his father at the beginning of the term. We heard he'd been kicked out of his public high school in Santa Rosa. Speculation favored arson or an affair with a teacher. He was 17 and had dark eyes, copper-colored skin, black hair that hung to his shoulders. He wore a leather jacket with the words, Ask for pain, <laughs> written across the back in safety pins. 